This is Napkin Scribbles, a podcast by Arthur and Professor Leonard Sweet. Today's Napkin Scribble is sponsored by Portland Seminary of George Fox University. For more information, join them on the web at portlandseminary.org. Now here's Leonard Sweet. It's hard to find a word that has more blood on it than this one word, justification. And the phrase justification by grace through faith. Wars have been fought over it. People have been beheaded and burned at the stake over it. It is a word simple enough, innocent enough, but loaded with all sorts of baggage and meaning. It comes in the context of, in in community, with a couple of other words. There's justification, sanctification, and glorification. So we will talk about all three, but I want to begin by saying a few words about justification and its significance. To what extent does acceptance before God and acceptance by God involve human agency and activity? Now, it sounds like, sounds like an innocent question. And most scholastics in the medieval period argued that humans could make positive contributions to their salvation. In other words, we have our own role as humans to play in finding divine favor. And even the early Martin Luther believed in the human role in finding grace. But after Luther had that Tormorlabeness, that tower moment. And he became convinced that any human role in grace was essentially Pelagian. Everything changed. In other words, Luther came to believe, and the essence of the Protestant Reformation was that we need grace at every stage, at every turn of the justification before God. And hence that phrase, justification by grace through faith. Not in any way of our own works, but only of God. And hence that phrase, amazing grace, how sweet the sound, that saved a wretch. And that wretch meant that, that you could do nothing and you did nothing to earn or to enable even your own salvation. Now, how do we understand these three stages of faith called justification, sanctification, and glorification? The middle stage, sanctification, comes with all sorts of its own baggage and has led to less blood, but a lot more uh, bloodletting because there's been splits and more splits and arguments here. Sanctification. Some call it entire sanctification. Some call it the doctrine of Christian perfection. Some call it holiness. And all of these words uh, relate to the moment that you are justified by grace through faith, you begin this process of growing in that grace now, it doesn't, it's not as if justification ends, but as it continues, 
because we need grace every day, there is this process of, of growing in grace, and that's called sanctification. Or John Wesley um, called it the doctrine of Christian perfection. Now, when people hear that word perfection, which means getting better and better at being a disciple of Jesus. When people that were perfection today, they freak out, especially when it's in theological terms. Now, when they hear it in cultural terms, they don't freak out. I mean, I use something called word perfect. It's a word processing system. Word perfect. You you want to if you you want to do a wedding, wedding planners, how to have the perfect wedding, how to have the perfect marriage. So we love perfect in some areas of our life, how to find the perfect mate. All right. But when we use it in theological terms, uh, it, it freaks out. It didn't used to be so. We talked about our ancestors form a more perfect union. Or in that great Blessed Assurance song, perfect submission, perfect delight. Um, visions of rapture now burst on my sight. Uh, perfect submission, all is at rest. I am in my Savior. I'm happy and blessed. So the word perfect uh, didn't didn't scare us, um, and we all knew that that word that perfect was rooted in a sense of human perfection. <laughs> okay, and in some ways, that that holiness or this doctrine of Christian perfection, so far from perfection, was in many ways the uh, the exact opposite. That we were so imperfect that we could talk about perfection, but. Let's put all of these three together. Uh, justification, how do we explain what it is, the theological significance of each one of these? And I'm going to do it in six words, three of which are the same. All right? So here's the, the six words. I'm going to explain to you justification, sanctification, glorification. Six words, three of which are the same. So really, I got four words that are going to explain to you Justification, sanctification, glorification. You ready? Here we go. Come down. Come out. Come home. There's three comes. So that's one word. Come down. Come out. Come home. Justification is come down. Sanctification is come out. Glorification is come home. Come down. Justification. The doctrine of justification is that God came down all the way down. How far down? As far down as you can go. Down, 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 down to kneel and wipe his disciples' feet. Down all the way to the depths of hell itself. God came down to save us. That's justification. Sanctification. Remember what Jesus said to his best friend who had been buried and wrapped in grave clothes and even began to stink? He had been in the grave so long. Come out. And Lazarus came out. This is sanctification. As Jesus calls us to come out from those things that are binding us and confining us and 
dragging us down. Now notice he says, come out, but then he turns to his disciples and says, you unbind him. So this process of sanctification is partly a divine process. As God frees us from the power of sin and death so we can live lives that are not bound and and chained to these powers. But at the same time, for that sanctification process to work, we have to unwind and unbind each other. And we have a role to play. In justification, it's all God. God came down. In sanctification, it's come out. And we are to come out from our graves. But our grave clothes stay on us unless... See, only Jesus can free us from, from death and the powers of sin and death. But we have to free each other for ministry and for mission. And so that sanctification process, the role of the church and, and the role of the, the body of Christ. And then one day, one day, and none of us gets out of life alive, we will all hear these words. Hopefully, well done. My beloved son, my beloved daughter, you bring me great pleasure. Come home. And that moment of glorification is when all the process of sanctification and justification that has been taking place comes to fruition. And in our glorified state, we present ourselves to God. Um, for who we are and what we've done with our life. So the word justification drags with it, has a long tail, drags with it sanctification and glorification. But it's not hard to understand. Theologically, it's God came down to call us to come out from our tombs so that one day we can be glorified and respond to the call to come home. Thank you for listening to Napkin Scribbles. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with a friend today. Today's Napkin Scribbles was sponsored by Portland Seminary of George Fox University. For more information, join them on the web at portlandseminary.org. For Professor and Arthur Leonard Sweet, until next time, happy scratching and scribbling.